Welcome back to the Rick and Daps Podcast. I'm Daps. And I'm Rick. And as always, we are here unscripted and raw. That's right. We're back. And uh, today's episode is Anything Goes Airlines. We've hinted at this through several episodes. We're finally doing it. Well, part of the reason is because we just kept coming up with airline news stories. And I mean, you just gotta take where... Take what you can get. I mean, yeah. it, I clearly felt led to intervene on the behalf of the airlines. I yep. mean, sometimes fate leads you by the nose and then shoves your face in it. Yep, exactly. And you just got to hope that what it's shoving your nose in is good. Mm-hmm. And I think this time it's pure gold. I agree. Um, as many of you know, the news has actually, honestly, since we have the real start of the Rick and Daz podcast, there have been a lot of airline stories. Tons of airline stories. Everything from people being reaccommodated to different seats, not on the airplane. Yeah. Um, to, on, or on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> to people, you know, getting drunk and fondling each other. To that one where the people were stuck on the tarmac for 12 and a half hours. Yeah. They never even got the ground. Or the lady who brought the... Um, uh turkey <laughs> yes the, the the turkey and then the yeah emotional support peacock yeah i mean there's just been a lot and i'm so uh, it's not entirely and that was actually our very first news story in season two mm-hmm. so i mean this has been a really long road to get here yep. and i think that honestly we should probably be embarrassed that it took us so long to come up with anything goes airlines because it's been right there in front of us mm-hmm. this whole time um, so today's episode is a continuation of that more classic Rick and Daff's episode, yes. which we hope that you all love, which is just us kind of rapping on the fly mm-hmm. about some ideas we have to improve. Something that already exists. Something that already exists, but is woefully unentertaining. Agreed. And in this case, genuinely horrible. Yeah. No one likes flying. No. The only people that like flying are people that can afford to not fly with anybody else. Mm-hmm. Or first class. Oh, and even those people don't particularly enjoy it. No. Anything Goes Airlines, though, is a just revolutionary concept. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but before we get started, we should probably again point out, because we've been doing such a terrible job, that we are on iTunes. And Podbean. Stitcher. Uh, Google Play Music. And now YouTube as well. Yeah, I so love that we're on YouTube. Yeah, so feel free to share any of those links with your buddies. Uh, bring them in to the circle of trust that is the Rick and Daz podcast. We won't judge you for listening to this show. <laughs> Certainly people judge us for making it. <laughs> yes. But we will not be so punitive. Okay, so anything goes airlines. Daffs, what is the first thing on your list? We're going to do a light softball on this one. Bring your own snacks. So, so you're no, saving cash. No more already. do I have to eat peanuts or pretzels. I can bring food from outside the airport, not just like the subway in the terminal. Well, here's the other thing is that our goal is to make airline travel more interesting and ultimately, this is a company that you and I would run. Yes. So that, like, I'm sorry, passengers, there is going to be some bad stuff in here, but it's going to be dirt cheap. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like that your idea of cutting out overhead by not having any snacks. Uh, two, this goes back perfectly into one of mine, which is our air, our airline is going to be based at like really small airfields. Mm-hmm. We're not going to be in the airport, so your airplane security is going to be super fast. Yeah. Hey, there's like. Hey, uh, cool. You you brought your stuff. Cool. Get on the plane. 
Are there drugs in here? Are you sure? All right. <laughs> Go ahead. You only paid 20 bucks for this ticket. Yeah. Plane's not big enough to do any damage. <laughs> yeah, right. It's not going to be a very big plane. I like that we're already cutting out a lot of costs by making people bring their own snacks. Also, the expectation is you will not get food on this plane. Mm-hmm. It does not matter how hungry you are. Well, uh, there's, there's going to be some aspects where I do want there to be food available. Uh, it will be extremely high priced, I'm hoping. It can be to help us, but also we'll have specials. $1,000 for this Dasani water bottle. <laughs> we'll have specials because... You're really flying this because no one else will take you. Either yeah. you're on the no-fly list well, or you're not welcome on the other Or, airlines. as we discussed, I believe, in the last uh, one of the last episodes, the King's uh, Daft's Fights Medieval Kings episode, um, there should be a non-government no-fly list where yeah. you're just a terrible passenger. So yeah. our goal is to get that into legislation where mm-hmm. airlines are allowed to ban you. And then we're going to be picking up the dregs of society who have been banned from flying and we'll be taking them on. Mm-hmm. However, they will be paying. This is basically their purgatory. Exactly. <laughs> until they get off the list. Uh, there will be some food that you can buy. Uh, and there's specials. For instance, fondue is free during severe turbulence. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Um, at any point, you could eat maybe like a really hot chili to get an upgrade. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> if you don't vomit, then you get the seat. Yeah. Um, here's the other thing I propose. Because we're going to be flying out of these small airports, um, <laughs> there's going to be some other things we're going to do. Um, one is uh, we're not going to have seating. Only first class will have seats <laughs> <laughs> on some flights to save space so that we can pack more people into the airplane. There will be no overhead compartments. It's literally whatever you can bring on. <laughs> I'm thinking more of like a, a cage setup because last time we had talked the cage about cage might be too. But hold on, let me. We're getting ahead of ourselves here. For one thing, one we're going to start off by like lobbying the government to allow them to make a non-governmental no-fly list, mm-hmm. i.e., you are banned from these airlines. And then once people have been banned from the airlines, then they have no choice but to come to us. Yes, that's our business model. Yep. So. Um, then we were free to exploit them and take advantage of their bad behavior for our own monetary gain. Absolutely. And entertainment. We would also sell a reality television show. Absolutely. For sure. (laughs) The the in-flight entertainment is other flights going on right now. Oh, my gosh. You're like, oh, you think you have it bad? This guy just got rabies from that monkey over there. Yeah. You can bring any emotional support animal you want. Uh, but you're going to be locked in a cage with it. and So you cage. You're, okay. Yeah. You also have the ability, if you want to pay a little extra, you can gas another passenger. <laughs> you so mean the, knock them out? Yeah. So if the guy next to you is really annoying you. You're like 50 whatever, bucks. Get <laughs> this guy with the nitrous. Hit, hit a button. <laughs> 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 laughing gas. He's out. Wow. I think it would be more expensive than that so we could make more money. Well, hundred bucks. You could gas yourself for two hundred. <laughs> so that, I think that a lot of people would just knock themselves out just to, so they didn't have to deal with the, the flight at all. Which is why it's more expensive. Yeah, I like that. Good call. Good call. Um, I was thinking of some potential slogans, and this is completely off the rails. But how about this? If it has feet, it gets a seat. <laughs> I.e., we will sell a ticket to anything that has feet. 
That excludes snakes, unfortunately, mm-hmm. and certain fish. <laughs> but basically, if it has feet and you buy a seat for it, it gets the seat. So if you bring your brown bear on the flight, <laughs> you paid for it. And you are locked in a cage with it. <laughs> Potentially. Although you can guess it. You can guess it. You might have to guess it multiple times. Though. I don't know how big brown bears are. It might be quite expensive. Um, another uh, slogan I came up with, the greyhound of the skies. That's awful. <laughs> Greyhound might be offended by that one. We would definitely get sued. Everyone knows why it's funny, though. That's the thing about Greyhound. It's because it's perfect. Yep. It's the best slogan you could have. That's my favorite. Um, and just anything goes airlines, you get what you pay for. Mm-hmm. I.e., you're paying very little, so you're getting very little in return. <laughs> I need to go to I need to go to Cleveland. Well, I'm sorry. This, this airline only flies to Des Moines, <laughs> Iowa. So you'll have to figure it out the rest of the way. <laughs> We'd have our own like rental car service as well. Anything goes cars. E- equally sketchy. Equally sketchy. Yeah, there's yeah, there'd have to be we'd have to build a whole ecosystem to support this thing. Yeah. Where we're just gouging people the entire way. Yep. Your car's just rusted out. It breaks down. You're like super distraught. They're like, oh, we could rent you another one for an extra two hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> you heard me. <laughs> um, I like the idea of there being uh, some entertainment mm-hmm. um, ahead of time. Yeah. While you're waiting for your flight. So no one likes just sitting in the airport. There's always like random TVs with news on or something, but like you can never hear it. Let's have a gambling section so you can gamble money. Oh, definitely. I was definitely thinking we, I comp- I wrote this down too, uh, that you, we somehow lobbied the government to make like anything above like 10,000 feet considered basically international waters. <laughs> then we can do anything. They can have knife fights in the... <laughs> <laughs> nice. There will be like a, basically there will be airspace specifically for us. Mm-hmm. If anybody's watched Altered Carbon, we'll be like that crazy, like weird casino in the sky. Yeah. Um, so, but let's say you don't have money and you still want to gamble. You can gamble with what you do have. Your which, kidneys? Which is leg room. Oh. <laughs> so, see, that's much better than what I was thinking. Your organs. <laughs> There's just a guy on the, uh, like, once you land, he's like, oh, I see you lost it. Black, blackjack, come with me. We're going to take a piece of your liver. <laughs> oh my gosh, man. We'd be so rich. Imagine, but like, very, very ethically terrible. Yeah, but like, <laughs> if you want extra legroom, you can gamble for it. But you might have to have your seat, your feet in your seat, and we have like, you know, there's just a, a, a guy, you know, oh, uh, your B thirty three, he's got a little Allen wrench set, and he like ratches the seat oh all the way gosh. forward. <laughs> Sorry, oh, the guy the behind you won. Then you got to like cl- climb, <laughs> climb over somebody, or like. Or like you're like betting for the family, so you gamble, and the entire row just like goes back at it. Your your like significant other is just horribly, horribly mad at you. <laughs> Way to go, Dan! We have no leg room now. I hope you're happy. I'm already flying. There's there's literally a manger behind me. <laughs> Thanks a lot. <laughs> um, here's what I was thinking. This is my most bold idea. Non-stop flights. Literally, they do not stop. You are just parachuting out to your destination. <laughs> so, like, it's basically like, again, this would go well with the Greyhound of the Skies. So, like, let's say we take off from Auburn. 
because we don't have enough money to get into SeaTac. So we're in Renton or Auburn or whatever. We take off and we're flying south and just like near an airport that <laughs> we would be able to land in near Portland. Like it's like, all right, everybody, anybody who's uh, was uh, planning on stopping in Portland, uh, this is your stop. And like all of a sudden the back goes down and <laughs> it's like a bus route. Yeah. <laughs> it just does the laps. Yeah. Either the bottom drops out and you just fall oh or you're kicking out the back of the ramp. Yeah. They, and then all of a sudden you and like your Aunt Mabel are like skydiving down. <laughs> and if you're afraid of heights, well, you can always gas yourself for 200 bucks. <laughs> And have like an attendant like uh, come with you and pull the cord, right? Oh my gosh! I mean, you'd still probably save money on the deal because because we're not landing in airports, we're saving a lot of fees. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you are also, I mean, you're not having to go back through checking or anything. Mm-hmm. However, your carry on would be basically the only thing you could bring. Yeah. Pretty much. And it would be terrifying, and you'd take your life into your own hands every time. But no one else will take you. There would be a lot of thrill seekers that would take this airline, though. <laughs> They're like, all right, we made it to Maui. This is all these, like, party boys jump out the, <laughs> jump out the side. Well, I, I could definitely see us doing pretty well for a couple years until the public caught on. Like, oh, Hotwire.com says this one flight is $200 cheaper. It won't tell me what airline it is, but surely it can't be that bad. <laughs> surely it can't be. What's anything goes airlines? <laughs> surely it can't be that bad. Famous last words. Right. <laughs> Maybe we could be based out of like some like uh, country that where the legal like airline rules aren't that high. So our pilots would be barely, barely classified as pilots. Mm-hmm. I don't think we could get any real respectable pilots. No, <laughs> probably not. <laughs> eh. Maybe the ones who were drunk on the on the job <laughs> still wanted to fly. They're on the other no fly list. Yeah, the, you cannot fly planes anymore. Yeah, right. <laughs> no fly list, no problem. That would be our slogan. <laughs> Bad credit, no credit. <laughs> we'll take literally anyone. That's why it's called anything goes airlines. <laughs> Um, well, and you've said that chances are, if you've been on a plane, you've had a casket and a dead body on the plane with you. Yes. This one, we would just have them in the seat next to you. <laughs> <laughs> You're saving. They're just like. Save money on the casket. Yeah, seriously. It's just like 20 bucks, whatever. Just put them in the back. There's just like a pile of caskets you have to go past to get onto the plane. No, no one bothers to frisk the, the dead guy for drugs. Turns out he's a huge like cartel guy. <laughs> yeah, right. There's all these drug mules who are pretending to be dead and just being put in caskets. Actually, that's a genius that's idea. A genius idea. We should definitely write that script. Um, here's another thing. This is kind of harkening back to basically every episode where we do anything to make something better. Competitive seating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, uh, so you can obviously pay up for first class, but if there happens to be seats on the flight, which there will be a disclaimer in like the smallest language and the smallest mm-hmm. type when you buy your ticket that says there might not actually be seats in the plane, you may be standing for five hours or whatever. Yeah. So <laughs> uh, you show up, maybe there are seats, maybe there aren't, maybe there are limited seats. Um, and then it's just like a competition, a competition of uh, trivia questions, mm-hmm. obstacle courses, 
Um, musical that, chairs. Musical chairs, literally. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you get to sit in this seat. You sit down and it falls apart. They're like, oh, that was the booby seat. Is <laughs> that <laughs> so, like the booby prize or whatever it yeah. is? <laughs> that seat gets him every time. <laughs> He's so excited. Sorry, there is not actually a seat there. <laughs> there once was, but it's broken. Um, <laughs> So, uh, any other ideas, Daphs? Um, I'm pretty much out on my main ones. Mm. I think it would be, I think it would be great because you could have flights that are above certain elevation and some that are really low. Oh, <laughs> low low elevation flights. Yeah, the below radar flight. Mm-hmm. You don't want to be tracked. That's fine. We stayed just above the interstate. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> It's faster than taking a car, but not by much, because we literally navigate by the roads. <laughs> you just see a plane circling this giant like freeway intersection. There's some pilot with like binoculars. I can't read it. Go slower. I can't make out the, which direction is north. That's not something you want to hear your pilot saying. <laughs> is that I-90 or I-94? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> The good news is, is that you would be, I mean, relatively close to the ground should he crash. Yeah. Uh, I like it. <laughs> you see, well, thank you for joining us on our direct flight to Milwaukee. Oh, this was Des Moines. Uh, <laughs> There's like a, the, oh, we'll man. We'll be landing in you two just, hours. You, you said just, 20 minutes. You just gave me a great idea. If enough people vote on where the plan, plane should go, it'll just go there instead. Nice. No, I need to go to my sister's wedding. Sorry, sir. If you you should have convinced more people to, that they should go to the Badlands. People don't want to go there. Yeah. Everyone wants to go to Hawaii. It's the cheapest way to get to Hawaii, but it's a really bad flight. It's really terrible, considering there's no food. The plane isn't very well flown. It's old and rickety, and there's no seats. I just imagine. <laughs> I just imagine that we would save money by closing all the windows, so there's no windows on the inside. <laughs> and it's just basically like a cargo plane. Yeah, and 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 we have our own version of like a aircraft carrier where we save money <laughs> by just you take off, but then you instantly land on a barge, and then <laughs> it just sails to Hawaii. <laughs> How do they keep costs so low? I don't know. Yeah, just, <clears throat> here it says the flight time is three days. <laughs> what? But they'll gas you for free. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it was worth it. <laughs> it's like the shortest flight. Landing. <laughs> I mean, we just need to buy one of those giant, like, uh, Boeing Pelicans. Yeah. We just basically treat it like a barge, like a flying barge, and you just jam as many people as you could in there. Yeah. No comfort, no cost. <laughs> <laughs> but in all honesty, would you pay, like, a very small amount to ride in a cargo plane to your destination, packed in like sardines? I mean, it would definitely depend on uh, on how bad the experience is and how much money you'd save. It also would depend if it was really good timing. Yeah. Because, like, there's there's so few flights that take off, like, Friday at 6 p.m. and come back at, like, 
Sunday at midnight, it's like, sorry, you only need to take Friday off of work or, you know, yeah. miss part of Monday. It's like, well, not if I do anything goes airlines. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a flight taking off every half hour. <laughs> we definitely have to start regionally and go from there. Yeah. The problem is, is we probably have to start regionally somewhere other than here where people are too snooty to take it. We yeah. have to like go to like Moses Lake to start or the flyover states. Yeah, somewhere. Yeah, like somewhere over there, like Kansas or something. Yeah, we're uh, we're going from Kansas City to Omaha. Chances are good, no one really knows where those are. So yeah, right. You you could probably pinpoint the state on the map. Not so much the city. Yeah, right. I like it. I like it a lot. All right. I think now is the perfect time to transition into our news. So um, we'll hit the news and then uh, finish this finish this thing up. All right, Zaps. This news story is almost too big to be a complete news story. Um, so we'll see. It might it might actually. I think what we're gonna do is do a little announcement, let the song finish out, and then finish the episode as this is our primer for another subject. Okay. Um, this is a topic that has interested me greatly. Daffs finds it fairly open and shut. I think there's a lot here. <clears throat> so we'll find out who's right. <clears throat> J.R. Smith, well-known basketball player for the Cleveland Cavaliers, was recently suspended for a game. Why? For throwing soup at the assistant coach during, <laughs> during uh, one of the team pre-meals. Now, to me, this is a amazing news story. One, because it involves a basketball player throwing soup at somebody. Uh, I think there's a lot to delve in here. So, uh, I think what we need to do is we need to figure out a couple things. I've thought about this a lot. How far away was he when he threw the soup? What kind of soup was it? What's the worst soup you could get hit by? What's the best soup to get hit by? Um, was he throwing underhanded or overhanded? These are all questions that I find deeply interesting. And so I've roped Daphs into <laughs> helping me out. So we're gonna figure this out. So we'll end the music and we'll get into our time. Are you ready, Daphs? I am ready. All right. Okay, Daphs. So, uh, first question is, what do you think is the worst soup to get hit by? I've, I've got a couple in my mind that I think are pretty bad. Um, it depends on what you consider soup. Well, so now, instance, now you're just opening a whole nother Pandora's I'm, box. I'm not, not trying to, but like, for instance, I've heard someone say chili, but do you consider chili a soup? I consider chili its own thing. Right? It's chili. That's kind of what I think it is. Although I did hear an argument for, I personally believe that a root beer float is a soup. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and recently right. I heard an argument about cereal slash oatmeal. However, I think an oatmeal is almost like a creamy. It's too, it's too thick. Yeah, but so is a broccoli cheddar. Ooh, broccoli cheddar would be a bad one to get hit by because that sticks to you like napalm. Here's a couple. Yeah, so broccoli cheddar is on my list of pretty bad uh also, that that cheese is going to smell, mm-hmm. especially as it starts to, like, mm-hmm. it hits the sun. I don't know. That's yeah. a bad one to get hit with. Two, uh, ch- clam chowder. Yep. 
Uh, that's going to smell nasty. Yep. And then three, I was actually thinking of cool soups, like a strawberry. Like they have those like fruit soups that are chilled. Oh, yeah. One, because it's cold. Two, because it's probably sticky. Yeah. And if it gets on you, it's just going to be like having like a soda sprayed on you. Yeah, the sugar content, for well, sure. Plus all the stainage. So it's just like, it's like a triple threat. Mm-hmm. Um, so those are my three that I vote for. What are you thinking? Yeah, I'm thinking I'm thinking broccoli cheddar. Anything that's going to be thick and sticky. Although you you mentioned um, that for him, distance made a difference. Um, yeah, I'm wondering how close he was. How I, this f- is why we really need to figure out what soup he threw. Because, for instance, if you're going to throw soup at somebody, right, who's like, let's say, 10 feet away. Yeah. Not, not a big deal. But if it's outside and it's very windy... You're not. You're not gonna throw. Don't chicken throw it noodle. Up wind. <laughs> you're not gonna throw chicken noodle. It's not heavy enough. It's gonna just go and flutter out. You need to throw some kind of stew so that the chunks can still make contact. Well, I have a lot of questions. Um, distance is a, plays a big factor. I'm mm. guessing it was indoors since it was a team meal. I'm guessing they weren't picnicking in, in March, February, <laughs> maybe. So in Cleveland. <laughs> Probably unlikely. It's more tepid than you'd expect. <laughs> so uh, I think they were indoors. So my question is, I, I really wish we knew what type of soup it was because I would answer a lot of things. Um, but I, bowler cup. Because honestly, for throwing a soup, the cup would be far better. Yeah. Because then you could get a good underhanded kind of. Absolutely You know, where right. you bring it up halfway like you're going to throw a ball, but then you stop and all the liquid just is ejected. Then I'd say a liquid soup. Um, if it's like a close, like almost like close quarters assassination where you just go <laughs> up and like, like, and you know what? They might have just said throwing soup. What might have happened is he had a bowl of clam chowder and he just like put it on his head. Like he just took the bowl and just. Yeah, I'm going to say dunking is probably more his forte. Yeah, right. So, dunking a soup on his head. Yeah. Boom. Plus, you'd also have the potential of breaking the the bowl over yeah. his head. And you know he's taller than him. Although, if he did that, he'd probably get more than one game for yeah. if he really broke a glass over his head. Yeah, I guess that's true. I, my guess is he missed or wasn't very accurate if he mm-hmm. only got one game. Yeah. Maybe. Or, like, or he definitely didn't hit him, assault him. Yeah, it's a big difference to throw a, a, a ceramic bowl of soup at someone than throwing like a cup of noodles. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Because that cup of noodles, that's not going to hurt. It's no. more, a, it's like, it's still not nice, but you, there's like a low degree. Of it, well, except for the scalding possibility. There's, there's, there's serious scalding ability. <laughs> scalding. That's another thing that I would say about like uh, the worst soup. I'm going to go back. To, I'm going to agree with you on the broccoli cheddar because you have molten hot cheese thrown on you mm-hmm. that's gonna really hurt it's gonna burn you although although here's the thing that is is important to know what was the coach wearing at the time because most coaches was he wearing a suit well most coaches wear suits yeah. right i don't know so broccoli cheddar is hot and is sticky but if i throw it and it hits a dress shirt it's gonna stick to the dress shirt but it doesn't just seep through. It's not liquid enough. Yeah. Whereas a chicken noodle indoors, no windage, 
you throw that on there, it's going to soak right through and scald the skin underneath. Yeah, that's true. So it, it depends on what he was wearing. You have to think about your target. Yeah. Like if we're like, I think this has brought me to just like a whole nother idea of like, if you're going to like, I don't know, hit, like do a soup hit on somebody. Mm-hmm. Like you got to think about these things. You need so yeah, you need sniper data. You need you're right. Yeah, you need background at <laughs> distance, gravitation. <laughs> yeah, if they're wearing a suit, um, I think that I think then you're just going for stainage mm-hmm. because there's no way you're gonna go, get scalding because that's just not gonna get through there. It doesn't matter if you hit him with a chicken noodle, a boiling chicken noodle or not. Yeah, it's not gonna get through that thick fabric. Yeah, but a cool strawberry rhubarb. Yeah, that's yeah. gonna do. That's gonna ruin that suit. Yeah. You're totally not, agreed. You're not getting that out. Totally agreed. The other question I have is, like, if you were the chef and you knew that some dude threw your soup, I think my feelings would be hurt. Yeah. I'd be like, there was tons of food there. Why'd you throw my soup? Mm-hmm. What's wrong with the soup? You don't like the soup. Mm-hmm. What What is it about it that made you so mad that you threw the soup? Mm-hmm. I'd, I'd want to ask him some questions. You had sweaty towels next to you. You yeah. had shoes on your feet. <laughs> on your feet. You had you had forks and knives. Yeah, he was obviously mad, but clearly not that mad. No, just mad enough to throw his soup. Yep. Maybe they were arguing about which soup was a soup. I say cereal's a soup. I say oatmeal. Cereal, oatmeal. That's it. I've had enough of this. <laughs> what do you think? Just chuck soup on him. Just now, what do you think? <laughs> yeah, right. I told you it was a soup. <laughs> You just, you just threw soup at me. Ah, <laughs> right? right. You, you throw it on him. It scalds him. Ah, here, coach, call nine one one. Someone just threw soup at me. Ah, oh, with your own words, you admit it was soap, and it's on recording. <laughs> what are you gonna tell the ambulance, coach? Oh, someone threw a uh, hot cereal on me. Someone threw a bisque on you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Does a bisque count as a soup? Is it a form of soup? Is oh, soup yeah. is an umbrella term? Yeah. So could we bring cereal underneath the soup umbrella? So here's the thing. I, I always have assumed that soup requires some kind of preparation, whether it's heat or whether it's time or whether it's mixing multiple ingredients. I feel like cereal is you have food that's food by itself already in both forms. You're just mixing them together. I disagree. And then Vegetable soup. You could eat just vegetables raw. Yeah, you could. Yeah. But you heat you up eat vegetables. Raw. But you heat up vegetables. There's a cooking aspect to well, it. Well, there is an oatmeal then. Oatmeal. But oatmeal's too thick. It depends on how watery it is. Is a certain amount if it's, of watery. If it's really to watery, oatmeal, make then, it a soup? then it's a soup. It's a really good question. If it, if it no longer becomes a non-Newtonian fluid, when, when oatmeal <laughs> is like hold its own shape, but given time will fill the shape of a container it's in. That is a non-Antonian fluid, and that is not a soup. Yes. But as soon as it gets liquidy, that's a soup. Well, I think there are a lot of oatmeals that fall under that quality. Yeah. Um, now, going back, because there may be some of you who are thinking, what, this guy's crazy, he says root beers of soup. I've thought this for many years. I will not back down off of my uh, belief. No. Here are the reasons why. One, there are cold, chilled soups. Yes. Two, uh, root beer is boiled. Mm-hmm. You have to boil it to make it. Yes. Real root beer, that is. Yeah, exactly. So there's some boilage going on, mm-hmm. which I think qualifies it as a soup. Two, there is more than one ingredient. Mm-hmm. You can eat it with a spoon, yeah. out of a bowl, or a glass. 
Mm-hmm. And there's multiple different ways that you could make it. Yes. Depending on how much ice cream you want to put in. Mm-hmm. What type of ice cream. Lots of different types of root beer float. Mm-hmm. And we've all had some that you can eat with a spoon. Mm-hmm. Hands down. So that's that's where I stand on that whole <laughs> deal. Um, <laughs> what do you think is the easiest soup to throw? Again, mm. it might depend on what your target is. Is your target stainage or scaltage? I, I, I like broccoli cheddar. Assuming, yeah. assuming that you are letting go of the container it's in. Yeah. Because you're not going to be able to like slop that out onto someone at a good distance. But you can throw the whole bowl or the whole cup really far. It's going to hold its, it's going to stick inside of that bowl. Yeah. And that impact is going to go everywhere. Whereas Ooh, if I have to hold on to the bowl. Of? Maybe he didn't get spend for too long because it was a bread bowl. Oh. Maybe he threw a bread bowl. It, in the case of a bread bowl, too, you could do the whole dunking. You could. Because, I mean... And honestly, bread bowls are fantastic because they soak up a lot of the water. So you probably wouldn't scald him with it. Yeah. But you could still do some stainage. Yeah, some serious stainage. And the impact itself alone would be, would be depending how hard he threw it. I wish there was video of this. I, I Honestly, I'm, I am sure that somewhere someone has asked what type of a soup it was. Yeah. If only we know. These are the unsolved mysteries that keep me up at night, Dash. Well, I think we've explored that topic to, I think, probably... Completion? Uh, if not completion, then to exhaustion. <laughs> um, I'm curious to know your actual thoughts on this now, that we have explored it in the Rick and Daff's fashion. Yes. Yeah, so you were very, very, just, you were, you were down on it. Yeah. And I had to but basically convince him that this was a great great topic and, and he was right i told you my nose sniffed it out <laughs> like a fine lobster bisque lobster now that's something you don't want to get with one it's expensive yeah and it's just wasteful yeah two i mean lobster bisque smells a lot very and f- it's very creamy yeah very fragrant yeah i think that you're just giving that suit up yeah it's it's you're cleaning it as best you can and then you're writing it off and it's a goodwill value village donation <laughs> <laughs> somewhere somebody's like hey this is a really nice italian suit oh it smells terrible <laughs> luckily i'm a salesman for lobster <laughs> it's like the perfect fine for him <laughs> what's that smell oh that's just the finest seafood money can buy friend <laughs> i doused myself in it i use it as cologne <laughs> yeah right <laughs> Or as I call them, money crabs. <laughs> what? That doesn't even make sense. They're not even related to crabs. The scorpions of the sea. <laughs> scorpions of the sea. I went to the zoo the other day, and I saw an otter. And I think that they're like really closely related to the weasel, but mm. they get nothing of... They don't get any of the scorn that mm. weasels get. No. So, like, either... Like, weasels need to do a brand name change. They need to start calling themselves land otters. Yeah. To get some of the shine mm-hmm. off of the otters. Uh, the other thing is like, and then if we, or if we want to make it even, if we want to be like just as punitive against the otters, we need to call them water weasels. Water weasels. <laughs> to like bring their brand down. That's still kind of cute though. I mean, they'd probably survive it because they're very cute and interesting and people love how they mate for life and hold hands when they sleep. Yeah. We just won't 
talk about any of the really awful, horrible things they do. The weaselly stuff. If you want to Google and ruin otters forever for yourself. Or water weasels. Just do so. Um, <laughs> don't do it. Keep the keep the sweet image of the of the of the of the water weasel. Ignorance is bliss. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so maybe so. What would you vote for? Promoting the weasel or degrading the otter? I'm all about promoting the weasel. Okay, so land otter. Land otter was great. <laughs> Do they have any of the lovable qualities though? Um, not really. I mean, they're furry. That's about it. Not really. This is okay. They're a varmint that kills and eats its own similar species of varmint. New, it's like new coke. <laughs> Just, it's terrible. <laughs> One of my favorite ads of all time, by the way. What is your? It's like Coke Zero. Basically, it's like there's some ad where they're like talking to a lawyer, and the Coke guys are like, "What is like? We're gonna sue Coke Zero," and they're like. What what's your end game? I've never heard of a product suing itself mm-hmm. for tasting too much like itself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, what's your end game? And the guy's just like, I don't know whether it's improv or what. He's like, them on the ground under their desks in the fetal position. <laughs> I was just like, that's that's extreme. I think if anybody was actually going to own a company that sued itself, it would be you and me. Yeah. On anything goes airlines. And we would totally do it just to avoid taxes and stuff. We'd be like, huh? I got sued. Sorry, we had to file for bankruptcy. Wait. But all your money went to you. The chief owners sued. (laughs) We've lost everything. I, as a private citizen, am very wealthy, but my company is bankrupt. What happened? I sued my own company after I got rabies. <laughs> Quote, unquote. Okay. Well, that's enough rambling on. Do you think that's about time to end? I think it's pretty good. I think we've punished the people enough. We got enough. We could cut together a pretty good episode from it. Heck yes. <laughs> Editing, people. Editing. Okay. And that was a part of the show where Rick and Daff just say random words that we can later edit into sentence to fill things in. Umbrella. And that's when I said toast. And then I said, what's the matter, Horn? <laughs> laugh track. <laughs> laugh track, laugh track. <laughs> Pause for applause. And out. <laughs> All right. Uh, that's just what covers it. I'm Rick. I'm Daphs. Have a good one. <laughs>